It's time for Utah Tech Athletics on Utah Tech Radio 91.3 The Blades. KUTU Santa Clara. Utah Tech Athletics on Utah Tech Radio is brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. We hear you. And now it's time for Utah Tech Athletics. 91.3 The Blades, we welcome you out to our last game of this three-game series of Utah Tech softball. Lady Trailblazers are here in Texas facing whack opponent UT Arlington. And it's been really exciting here. Spencer Porter, Martin Kelly. Excited to have you along with us. Utah Tech softball. Game one of this conference series on the road. Lost three to four in extra innings. Went all the way to the 10th in game one of their doubleheader yesterday. But it was an amazing bounce back for the Trailblazers as they just throttled UT Arlington in game two, 17 to one. That one ended quickly. And everyone pretty much put together some you know, good defense and obviously just hitting the ball really well. Rachel Campbell, the catcher for the Trailblazers, going three for four on the day of game two with seven RBIs. And we'll just have to see, Martin, if the Trailblazers can you know, continue to feed off of that game two energy and uh, take away this series and go th- get two games out of three. Yeah, we'll see what they can do today with um, <clears throat> with their bats today. Kate Dolinsky will take the mound for the Trailblazers later today. And you talk about the UT Arlington loss. It comes after they lost to BYU earlier in the week. So they kind of had a little rough patch through the first part of this week, but ended on a good note. All the way four to three in extras. They had zero errors, and Utah Tech had two. So that's always the story in baseball or softball, what we're talking about here. But six errors. I mean, no matter what the level is, it's going to be hard to win with that many fielding mishaps. Yeah, it is going to be tough to win that way. It's just how it goes sometimes. Um, you can't just score one. And, you know, giving up 17 is pretty much waving the white flag at some point in some game. But, I mean, you just got to kind of pick your head up and move on to the next game. This is how it kind of goes. Yeah, 17 runs and only seven earned runs. Both teams have split that doubleheader yesterday. We'll have to see who takes two out of three in this series. Utah Tech baseball also on the road on the other side of the conference going up against Cal Baptist. And that's just how the scheduling works, sadly. No home games here this weekend for either softball or baseball. But we're excited to have it for you here on Utah Tech Radio through 91.3 The Blaze. About to get started up here in the top of the first. We're going to take a one-minute break and have that for you here on Utah Tech Radio. It's back to the action for Utah Tech Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Utah Tech Athletics. 91 through the blaze. Back here in Texas for some Western Athletic Conference softball. Utah Tech on the road against UT Arlington. We're up and underway. Leadoff for the Trailblazers is Hannah Hubanks. Going against Jessica Adams, 10 and 12 on the year. Are the Mavericks of UT Arlington. As Hubanks has been retired, Tanya Wendell steps up to the plate for the Trailblazers and quickly gets on base. So first base runner of the game is Wendell on first for Utah Tech. 
Yeah, I was about to say, it wasn't Hubanks, it was Window who's staying on first now. It's going to be Kona Kahawaii. Kekona from, is from Waluka, Hawaii, the freshman. Freshman infielder batting two, and she takes the first pitch for a ball. And 278 on the year. I tell you what, I mean, we see it early, but first base is a fun position. You get, I mean, you get to talk to all the base runners. First baseman seem to have more friends than the third baseman, whether it's softball or baseball. Kona shows bunt and nicks that one foul. One two count. So Kekona Kawaii is 278 on the year. OPS is 751. Has 15 runs, 25 hits, nine doubles, one home run, 27 RBIs, and 37 total bats with a slugging percentage of 411. And that's what's so great with softball. You get so many just good contact hitters that know how to put it in play. As Kakona is one of them, and that one, she she has also walked nine times, so she is a very patient hitter. As she gets on, she's known for stealing bases as well. That one is going to be a strikeout looking, though. First out of the game. And first strikeout there for Jessica Adams. It will be Shay Clemens up the bat now. Clemens lines that one to her right. That quickly got to the hands of the right fielder. She tried to make it close at second base with Wendell, but Wendell gets there safely. Runners at first and second for the Trailblazers. Only one out here. Great start to this game. Now, now here's an interesting perspective, Spencer. Center field, left field, right field. The first three at the top of the lineup for Utah Tech. And then... Shortstop, first baseman, catcher, DH, third base, second base, and pitcher. Interesting to have the DH quite low in the lineup. Another ball is put in play, chopped to the second baseman as that one's easily bobbled up in. Runners are going to be able to advance to second and third. Force is out at first, so two outs. Now two runners in scoring position. We're going to get the big... Sleeping left-handed Hannah Hubanks up to bat, batting 314 on the year. It's a perfect start for Randy Simpkins. I mean, this is obviously you construct the lineup to have your cleanup hitter, one of your best hitters in this situation with runners in scoring position. Slugging percentage 398, 12 RBIs, a home run. Four doubles, a triple, and a home, as I said, a home run on the year. 32 hits for 21 runs. So take a pitch outside. Excuse me. Two outs here in the top of the first. A 2-0 count on Hubanks, the senior from Chino Hills, California. Let me take that back. Her second percentage is 514. And that one taken all the way there by Hubanks for a strike. Well, they're on a 2 or a 3 When you get at least one strike, you're okay with it. It's after the second strike, then you got to be a little nervous. 
Definitely the hitters count 2-0. I mean, you can be picky. And even though that one was a strike, Eubanks just let it go by. And fourth pitch is outside. They're trying to pitch inside of Hannah. They're trying to get her to hit one on a ground out and end this inning fast. And she's not biting on the bait. That one is chopped down the middle. Second baseman is able to get to it. Beats Hubanks by a second. She's out at first. That's the end of the inning. Two left on base. No runs scored. We're scoreless going into the bottom of the first here on Utah Tech Radio. It's back to the action for Utah Tech Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Utah Tech Athletics. 9 on through the blaze. Kate Dolinsky on the mound for the Trailblazers. She is ready to go. First pitch at the bottom of the first is outside. Ball one. Kate Delinsky's numbers on the year 4.52 ERA. She's 6 and 4. 15 appearances has started in 10 games. Has pitched a total of 62 innings with 84 hits. Pretty much the same spot on second pitch outside for ball two. She has given up 15 walks and has struck out. 42 batters. She's given up four home runs and 11 doubles. The leadoff batting with righty Reagan Huckel up for the Mavericks. She takes that one for the first strike of the game. She finally gets a competitive pitch with that hitter's count, just takes it. She's hitting 274 on the year. So we mentioned game one of this three game series. Was a doubleheader yesterday. The Trailblazers lost that one four to three in extras. Went all the way to the tenth. Keep in mind, softball only goes to the seventh inning. And game two was scoreless after two innings, and then the Trailblazers exploded with eight extra base hits, totaling up seventeen runs, and winning that one seventeen to one. Which brings us to where we are now in a three-one count for Hugel, and she lines that one up the middle. A little left to second base, but it's going to get through for a base knock. So Huckel is on, like we saw on the top of the first leadoff, getting on for the Trailblazers. And that one is matched there by the Mavericks. Just a nice solid hit right through shortstop, second baseman right there. <clears throat> Took advantage of a ball that stayed in the zone. Took it right out of the pond and got a base. Kate Delinsky, the right-handed pitcher for the Trailblazers. From Fort Langley, British Columbia, Canada. Redshirt senior. And to start this one out, that same spot just pretty much in the lefty batter's box for a ball. Nias is batting number two. The center fielder hitting 328 on the year. Best batting average in the starting lineup for UT Arlington. And just like that first at-bat with Huckel, 2-0 count. And coaches will always be stressing that, just getting those first pitch strikes. And so far, Delinsky hasn't been able to do that. No, she hasn't. She's just been missing a f- in a few spots right there. Pitch inside, pitch up. She's trying to paint the corners a little bit here, but maybe she's trying to chill a little too hard. 
Her, her fastball hasn't had enough speed on it. Hugo gets one right down the plate. Nieces takes it in this fourth pitch. Nieces shows bunt and bunts that one foul, trying to advance Hugo on first. 2 2 count here in the bottom of the first. Lead off Hugo at first base. And like all leadoffs, she's got that speed. That one is hit to right field. Going to get down. Huckel's going to get to third. And a big single there for Niesa. She's trying to advance to second and almost got thrown out going back to first there. That was close. Yeah, so a single into left field gets back into play, and then they try to throw back over to first. As it looked like almost... Nieces, uh, Nieces almost was out at first, and it's going to bring on Morgan Westbrook. She's hitting 259 on the year. And that was a shot by Nieces. I got out to the outfield quickly. Did a great job by Clemens, the right fielder, for the Trailblazers to chop that one down, not let it get to the wall. <gasps> if that one had got past her, Hugo might have been able to score. Westbrook is a good hitter. She's hit two home runs, batted in 11 RBIs. For 15 hits, batting average of 278 and an OPS of 863. So she does know how to get on base. First, no outs here doesn't help the Trailblazers either. No runners at the corners, first two batters getting on with hits. Stealing his second is Nieces, and she's going to get thrown out. I believe. Oh, well, she's still standing on second. Thought she was out by a mile. Looked like the throw was there in time. I just don't know if Almeida was the shortstop for the Trailblazers was able to tag her. But Randy Simpkins is already on the field talking to the bases umpire about that. It looked like she did, but the problem was I think they're saying that she was. Uh, interference as she was covering the play so she wasn't allowing her to get to slide. She's saying her foot was out so she was covering the plate. So because of that she's safe. I don't think Randy likes that because he's basically saying well she was just trying to make sure she was trying to cover the bag. I think Randy's looking towards others to try to find a reason. I think he's just going to his player now and just say listen just calm down and make the play next time. That's all. Yeah, that left foot of Almeida was in the the running lane before the base runner in Yeses, and it was a tough judgment call. Nonetheless, Trailblazers just need to keep their head down and mouth shut and keep moving on. So Nieces advances to second. Huckel at third. That one is chopped to third base. Runners are not going to be able to advance first out of the game. And they're in the bottom of the first for the Trailblazers. That's a good one right there as Morgan Westbrook went on a first pitch. And that's going to bring up Megan Smith, their DH. Brooklyn Daddle, the third baseman for the Trailblazers. Picked up that ground ball. Held the runners off. Got over to first. Just textbook play. And a big out there for Delinsky. First out of the game, but also 
with runners on second and third just to hold that off. Pitch goes wide. That one almost got past Campbell. Megan Smith, 306 on the year, 892 OPS. Three home runs, has driven in eight RBIs, 15 hits, and total of 49 at-bats. So one out count here. That one going to go for a strike. Bottom of the first here, one out. Runners on second and third. One and one count here. Kate Delinsky, the pitcher for the Trailblazers. If the worst case scenario, they try to either pitch around her or try to pitch hard inside to Smith. They're trying to force her to hit into a ground or a fly out. That's for sure to try to get another out. That one's chopped to third once again. And the first and second out are virtually the same. Great job there by Dowdle once again, getting that over to first. Two outs here for the Trailblazers. So back-to-back singles start this inning at first, and then back-to-back ground outs will finish the inning as we get closer to the end of this as there's two outs at the bottom of the first. Nice bounce back here by the Trailblazers. A ton of momentum for Delinsky. She can get three straight outs right here. Now up for the Mavericks is the catcher. Weidman hitting 272 on the year. That one gets past Campbell as Huckel going to try to beat out Delinsky to the plate, and she does. So runners advance. Now Nies is on third, and Huckel scores for UT Arlington. 1-0 lead for the Mavericks. Yeah, just a wild pitch there as it just fell out of the glove, and Delinsky didn't make it a home plate in time. A simple run scores there for UT Arlington as they take a one nothing early lead here. Yeah, that one's going to frustrate Rachel Campbell behind the plate. So Sophie Weidman coming in, batting 272 on the year. one no count. This one is ripped left. Going to be a double if it's fair and not going to make it in the field of play. So going to be a long strike. For Weidman, 1-1 one, one count here with two outs in the bottom of the first. Weidman is a very solid hitter. Three home runs, 15 RBIs. She is aggressive as well. She has 11 strikeouts on the year, only the five walks. So she is a power hitter. Delivery from Delinsky, that one is way outside. Taken there by Weidman, 2-1 count. So two outs on one on third and a two balls, one strike count. She's working in favor of Wyman here. She tries to get on base here or try to at least get an RBI to extend the lead. That one going close to the right field foul line, and that's going to go foul as well. 2-2 two, two count here for Weidman. That's her second one. She smacked pretty far wide. She smacked one pretty far wide left field and now smacked one pretty far right field. So she is trying to center that ball up and knock it out of here. Again, she does have three home runs already on the year. And even though their foul ball is impressive to pull one deep and then go oppo deep. That one's going to be low for a ball. You know, That's one where the catcher has to catch that one as Campbell bobbled it. You can frame that and catch that, put the ump in a tough position to maybe even give that one a strike. 
Full count. With a runner at third, two outs in the bottom of the first. Delivery and a swing and a miss. Delinsky gets Weidman swinging. A big-time pitch. The Trailblazers escape with only giving up one run here. One lead for UT Arlington after the first inning. Here on 913 The Blaze. It's back to the action for Utah Tech Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Utah Tech Athletics. 913 The Blaze. We're back here. Top of the second. Utah Tech softball on the road in Texas against the Mavericks of UT Arlington. Jessica Adams back on the mound. Number 77 for UT Arlington. First pitch of this inning is going to be a ball way high. It's going to be to number seven, Rochelle Campbell, the catcher today. 273 on the year. So Campbell, we mentioned, went three for four in game two yesterday with seven RBIs for the Trailblazers. So she is heating up like this spring weather and takes that second pitch for a ball as well. So 2-0 count for Campbell. Yeah, 273 on the year, 727 OPS. Has eight walks on the year. She smacks one left. That one was launched, but foul. Mentioned her home runs. Her two home runs yesterday are her only two home runs on the year. She had driven in 19 RBIs. She's got 77 total bats on the year. 2-1 count because of that foul ball. This pitch she takes once again. A 3-1 count. In the top of the first, we saw that leadoff walk for Tanya Wendell. She's more known for the hits. She's got 21 hits on the year. That one's grounded to the third baseman. And over the head of the first baseman, she jumps up and makes a great play. Saving and out is Franklin, the first baseman for UT Arlington. She brings that one down and is still able to touch the bag. Excuse me, she didn't even touch the bag. She just tagged Campbell out. Yeah, and some argument by Utah Tech saying, well, where's the their infringement on calling on UT Arlington because they were infringing Campbell just trying to get in the first base there and no even called back from the ump. This one's chopped up quickly. A lot of aggression there by Duria of the Trailblazers taking that first pitch. She grounds it out to shortstop and she's retired. Yeah, early 1-2 down here for UT Utah Tech. Take up against UT Arlington. We're going to have to watch our UTs today. That's true. That's true, Mark. Quick two down here at the top of the second. Utah Tech's going to have to come up with something to stay alive. First pitch ball now for the Trailblazers. Number 19, Brooke Dowdle. From La Quinta, California, the freshman. She's in the eighth spot, hitting 217. Very young team for you, Utah Tech this year. So patient out bat here for Dowdle. She takes two pitches as they split. Besides, one ball, one strike. I apologize. Besides Hannah Hubanks, for the most part, she's been the underclassman with mostly all the juniors and seniors that have passed by the last few years. 
That one is lined. Going to get down for a single. She can beat it out, but right fielder is playing shallow and is able to get that line drive and throw her out at first. So a ground out to right field. You don't see every day. Brooklyn Dowd will try to put the wheels on. But that ball just got out in such a hurry. The right fielder was able, with no hesitation, to go to first with it and, babe, and get the out. So three up three down there for Jessica Adams as Trailers are retired here in the top of the second on 903 The Blaze. It's back to the action for Utah Tech Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Utah Tech Athletics. Nine on three, the blaze. We're in the bottom of the second. Utah Tech on the road in Texas against UT Arlington. A 1-0 lead for the Mavericks. They put one on the board off a pass ball in the bottom of the first. The lead off Huckel was able to score. Yeah, it's going to be Kimber Court Malia. Delinsky continues her start. First pitch ball and this second one. Is a strike. So, Corp Melia, 250 on the year, 679 OPS, 68 total at bats. She gets another hit here. That'll be her 18th hit of the year. Corp Melia just lines that one to center. Two bounces in front of Wendell, who's playing center field for the Trailblazers. So, the leadoff for UT Arlington is on once again. Danielle Leon appears to be warming up a little bit for the Trailblazers already in the bullpen. But Delinsky has shown some great signs with runners in scoring position was able to get get all of her outs. Bunt is shown. It's going to bring up Zaya Castruita. Castruita showing bump. Delinsky delivered one really low. She pulled back and took the ball. 224 on the air for her. <laughs> Castorita batting righty. And takes that second pitch for a strike. 1 1 count here for Delinsky. Delinsky ended that first inning with a strikeout. Probably her best pitch of the day so far. She's shown what she's capable of. It's not a pitch we'll get in the dirt. <clears throat> Bottom of the second, the leadoff. Once again, gets on. There's always those weird stats you keep up with, and one weird stat I'm keeping up with is drop balls from Utah Tech. So going to get one. In. One's laid down in play. Campbell able to get it up and get over to first. So Sack Bunt advances Court Melia to second as Kestrita is out of first. So that already, with that exchange, is the 10th drop ball between Kate Talinsky and Rochelle Campbell already, and we're not even at the end of the second to begin with. Either something's not going on with the grip on the glove or something's wrong with the grip of the baseball. Yeah, that is interesting. I mean, we're already in the bottom of the second. That's Five times an inning. That one's chopped to the shortstop. Quickly eaten up out by Mile. Great defense there by Almeida. 
Now, again, an early one-two down here, just like the Trailblazers at the top of the second. Flip it around, bottom second, UT Arlington goes down too quick with one on third. So a two-out RBI situation here for Utah Tech to get out of or for UT Arlington to gain something from. And Lauren Almeida, who's in short for the Trailblazers, with no hesitation, took that one to first. But also with no hesitation, Court Melia at second, booked it to third and was able to advance on that out as well. She's at third, batting nine now. The first third baseman, Hampton, hitting 263 on the year. Up for UT Arlington. First two pitches, the outside. 2-0 count. Delinsky and Adams, both pitchers, having an uphill battle trying to get those first pitch strikes. Hampton, 263, 684 OPS, five hits. That one going to be taken for a strike there. Zelensky finds her groove. She's not an everyday player. She's only started in seven games. Has played in 19 total. Has 19 total at bats. Fourth pitch of the at-bat goes low once again. 3-1 count. So Cornelia on third after that leadoff single to center. Two outs here. Besides the one run, Kate Zielinski hasn't made too many mistakes to give up too many runs or to give UT Arlington too much life. That one is chopped foul. So full count with two outs. On deck is the leadoff. New heel for UT Arlington. Excuse me, Huckel. She scored the the one run of this game. As pass ball by Campbell. Let her advance. And no throw was able to be made. And she was easily safe. That one chopped out. Going to be a dead ball. It's Hampton remained in the batter's box. So she stays alive. Full count once again. So ball inside, ball inside, ball up, ball outside. Probably look for something ball down. Try to get a swing and a miss to get out of this inning. Bottom of the second with two outs, full count. Delivery for Delinsky. And just like the bottom of the first, the strikeout swinging to end it. No runs allowed in this inning. And Delinsky with her second strikeout of the game. Keeps the score frozen at 1-0. Going to the bottom, top of the third here on 91-3 the blaze. It's back to the action for Utah Tech Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Utah Tech Athletics. 91-3 the blaze. Three hits for UT Arlington as they lead at 1-0 here in the top of the third. And now two hits for the Trailblazers as the leadoff gets on there with an infield single. Yeah, it's going to be Carly Eldridge who gets the hit. So chopped that one to second, was able to put the wheels on and get there. So come back to the top of the lineup here. Tanya Window will step up. Did not record a hit last time up. Window got on with a walk. Jessica Adams pitching for the Mavericks. That was her, been her only walk of the game to this point. So Adams faced five batters in the first and then in the second. In single-digit pitches, got three out three down. 
Now in the top of the third. Eldridge batting ninth. Gets on base. And we'll run it back again as Hubanks shows bunt. Tries to lay it down as it goes foul. So quickly down 0-2 in her second half out of the day for Hannah Hubanks. You mean Tanya Wendell? Yes, excuse me. Pitch will get high up. That one got out of Adams' control. Goes over the catcher's head. An easy advancement there for Eldridge. So Eldridge was staying on second with a wild pitch. Window with an opportunity to drive in a run here to tie this game up. Top third, no outs. One-two count. And Wendell swung at a ball there and fouls that one off. So we stay this one-two count. Like we mentioned, Utah Tech baseball is on the road as well, just on the other side of the conference layout against Cal Baptist. Had a tough one last night. We're able to get on the board. We're not able to complete the comeback. California Baptist took game one and game two will be later this afternoon. That one, once again, is fouled off by Wendell. The lefty trying to stay alive here. One, two count. And Wendell knows she's got a good hitter behind her. Kekona Kahawaii is up next. Wendell just chops that one. Pretty much to the dugout on the right-hand side. Foul once again. <laughs> and Wendell, like we mentioned, hitting 455. Big-time batting average. And she takes that one outside. 2-2 count. Jessica Adams hanging in there. Has not allowed a run yet to this point. So 455, a 1.147 OPS. She takes a ball high there, 3-2. She's got a total of 50 hits, two home runs, 18 RBIs, and a slugging percent of 627. Tanya Window is a dangerous hitter. Yeah, those are are big-time numbers. That's a force to be reckoned with. And when they bat leadoff, that means you're going to face some Probably four times a game. Add that to her as her 14th walk of the year. She knows how to draw them walks. She knows how to work them counts. So That was a close one there. Catcher trying to frame that one. Adams was leaning to celebrate another strikeout as the ump calls the ball as it was just a titch outside. So another walk there for Wendell. Runners on first and second for the Trailblazers with no outs. As Kakona, the freshman, up once again for the Trailblazers. She struck out her first at-bat. We mentioned a very young team here. A lot of juniors and seniors have moved on the last couple years 
It's really opened the door for a lot of sophomores and freshmen to step up early and get a, a lot of experience that they would rather have to wait for a couple years. Instead, they jump right in and experience it at the beginning of, it, of their careers, and this will help them down the road later in years. As Kakona showing Bunt, trying to drop something down, just fouls it off, 0-2 count. Adams in control in this half that early. 0-2. We're starting to also see that trend throughout other sports here on campus too, Spencer. Football team's a little young. The basketball team's going to be young next year. Down shot by Kakona gets past the third baseman. The shortstop's able to get it and throw over to first. Not in time. Kakona beats it out. We're going to have bases loaded for Utah Tech with no outs. As the ball has not left the infield this inning. And Trailers got three base runners. Yeah, not too many hits have been made out to the outfield today. I think UT Arlington has the most hits in the outfield today. Utah Tech have been taking their little shortcomings today. Simple singles have been getting them their hits, and three straight hits have gotten them fully bases loaded. Excuse me, two hits and a walk. Shay Clemens will step up to the plate. As we check the official score, it looks like Mallory Eldridge hit to second was actually ruled an error. So the leadoff got on on an error. Then Wendell's walk, and that one just an infield single by Kakona. Clevens, 393, a 1.14 OPS, four home runs, has driven in 22, has a total of 89 at-bats, has also driven in 20 runs. Those are some cleanup stats, and this is the perfect opportunity. No outs, bases loaded. 1-1 count here for Clemens. As third one, she's going to chop that to third. Going to go right to home plate for the force out as Eldridge is out at home. So bases loaded continues now with one out as UT Arlington's stingy defense continues uh, to not allow a run up to this point. Yeah, as Lauren Almeida will step up to the plate for Utah Tech and Clemens just hit it right to third base, gets it right over to the catcher, and the catcher decides to hang on to it instead of trying to make a tight throw over to first to get the out. One out, base is loaded. Look for the UT Arlington to try to get a ground out here to get into a double play to get out of this quick. And great instincts by Hampton, the third baseman for UT Arlington, knowing exactly the situation, where she was going to go with it if she got the, the ball. And that grounder goes right to her with no hesitation. She goes home and gets that first out of the inning. First pitch here is a strike for Almeida. And she takes that one and let me strike as well because I got the top corner. So 0-2. Adams has done well this inning getting those 0-2 counts. She has done well through the heart of this lineup as well. Okay, Kona, then Clemens, and then now she did it too. Almeida chops that one to first. Almeida. Ground out to the pitcher. She goes home with it, gets the force out, and that one slung over to first as U.S. Arlington turns the double play. Amazing defense there by the Mavericks, and a tough one to accept for Utah Tech with bases loaded, no outs. 
no runs able to be accomplished. We're going to the bottom of the third, 1-0 lead for UT Arlington. It's back to the action for Utah Tech Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Utah Tech Athletics. Bottom of the third, Kate Dilinski continues her reign on the mound for Utah Tech and gets first pitch strike to start off this inning. As it's Huckel, the leadoff, back up for her second at bat of the game. As she is one for one with a single. One of three hits for UT Arlington today. Quick work though, Delinsky gets quick two strikes on her. His third pitch is fouled straight back. Stay at 0 and 2. So the Yet yesterday, that second game of the doubleheader for Utah Tech and UT Arlington, the Trailblazers win that one 17-1 with six errors by the Mavericks of UT Arlington. Watching that top of the third, the fielding, the defense, you wouldn't think that they just had six errors in one game less than an hour the day ago. Absolutely. That one's chopped to third. Huckel is retired. Wow, she sprinted to that dugout. <laughs> she was mad. Huckel's already sitting down on the bench. She is not happy with herself. She has the run of this game. As Yu Tianlingson continues uh, to lead this one nearly 1 0. And sometimes we see in softball, especially with the third baseman and pitchers. As Linsky's first pitch of this second at-bat to Niesis is a ball. A lot of the pitchers in third baseman wear masks for good reason, not get hit with a line shot. But Delinsky not wearing one, and Jessica Adams for you, Tarlington, does wear a mask. I don't know, Martin, do you think if you were be on the mound, would you wear a mask in fast-pitch softball? Uh, it's gutsy. I'll give her that. Niesis grounds that one out to shortstop. Just a bullet there from Almeida at short for UT Arling, UT, excuse me, Utah Tech as she just gets that one over to first in a blink of an eye. Two up, two down. Quick here for Trailblazers as now Westbrook up for UT Arlington. And you can make an honest case for everybody in the field to wear face masks. You, you know, double, double play balls. You get ground outs that sometimes can flare up in front of you and whatnot. So I can make a case for everybody to wear a mask, or I cannot make a case. It just depends. Another first pitch strike for Delinsky. Westbrook went down her first time up. Delinsky ended the bottom of the first and second with a strikeout. Those are the only two strikeouts she has on the day. We'll see if she can keep that pattern going. That one goes as we check. Peel to the base umpire. See if Westbrook swung or not. And here she no. did not go. So 1-1 one, one count. I mean, that was close. That was close to being a strike regardless and close to being her swinging. She dodges both bullets and draws the ball. That is true. When Megan Smith and Sophie Weidman back up after this, both went down on ground outs the last time they were up. 
Kate Delinsky's going to have to look to get out of this and keep them both off the plate and keep them waiting for a little bit more until they can at bat. Two straight balls there. Two-one count. Westbrook batting righty and takes another ball. So, you know, every batter does different things, but Westbrook, after every pitch, she she walks about 12 feet away from the batter's box to check with the third base coach until she gets back in. Yeah, she would be out in the MLB rules these days. That new pitch clock in the MLB has been implemented 15 seconds, but by eight seconds, the batter has to be in the box ready to go. Draw a walk here, and this is exactly what Delinsky was trying to avoid. So Delinsky maybe doesn't hit her spots as well as she'd like. Westbrook on five pitches walks. Just a beautiful day here in Texas. Aitlin Johnson is warming up in the pen for Trailblazer, so maybe Delinsky has until the very end of this inning to keep up. This one is fouled off for first pitch strike by Smith, the DH. And I, you know, as time has gone on, softball or baseball, if your list is the DH, nowadays I, I think you just initially are respected as a great hitter. Oh, 100%. And, I mean, you usually are put two and two together. But when they announce, you know, that the DH is up to bat, when you got to focus up more as a pitcher because a very disciplined hitter is up to bat. Yeah, as Westbrook's going to steal second after the pitch goes in the dirt. So Westbrook advances now in scoring position. 1-1 count on Smith, the DH for the Mavericks. As that one will be strike two. Swing and a miss by Smith. Now, when we say Mavericks, I, I think of four Mavericks quickly. The UT Arlington Mavericks, the Dallas Mavericks, Maverick the Gas Station, and Top Gun Maverick. But those are all very different from each other. That's actually a good one right there. I like that. That one is launched by Smith to right field as Clements catches that one at the warning track runs into the fence with her shoulder a long fly out to end the inning as the Trailblazers don't allow a run trail 1-0 we'll be at the top of the fourth in one minute here on 91.3 The Blaze it's back to the action for Utah Tech Athletics brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln we now return you to Utah Tech Athletics we're here in the top of the fourth on Utah Tech Radio. A 1-0 lead for the home team, UT Arlington. As they scored one, and so far the only, in the bottom of the first. Up for Utah Tech, Hannah Hubanks. She takes a first pitch strike. Jessica Adams continues pitching on the mound there for UT Arlington. And second pitch is going to be low in the dirt for a ball. Yeah, Hannah Hubanks going 0 for 1 her first time up. After this, it will follow 
0 for 1 for Rochelle Campbell, 0 for 1 for Madison Dorea, and 0 for 1 for Brooklyn Duel. Hughbanks lines that one. Excuse me, grounds that one. First baseman, second baseman, dive to get it, can't go. It trickles into right field. Leadoff single there for Hughbanks. Nice hit there by Hughbanks. Just enough to get inside outfield and get away from the shallow right fielder there of Westbrook and was able to get across first base. Now it gives Campbell an opportunity to get a hit here as well. Didn't think there was a gap there, but just enough speed, just enough exit velocity as that one does get through. Trailblazers got to get a run here, got to tie this game up. Well, as much as maybe Utah Tech is taking an approach to get a lot of singles and short hits today, they are a power-hitting team, so they can launch the long ball if you leave it in the wrong spot. So the shallow play by UT Arlington is a great strategy to keep hits in front of them, but sooner or later they're going to have to kind of get back. Otherwise, long balls are going to fly around a little bit. First pitch strike on Campbell, and now second strike. She tries to lay down a bunt there and gets that one foul. And that's back-to-back bunt attempts by Campbell. Hubanks is a fast runner. Moving her over to second would be smart, but I'd rather try to get at least get a single to keep the inning alive without no outs. Campbell, batting righty, the catcher. As she takes that one foul to the left-hand side. Nonetheless, Campbell's going to have to swing at every pitch because she can't lay down a bunt and get another foul ball. Otherwise, it'll be a strikeout. So, either solid contact or a very good bunt here are the only two options for Campbell. In the, in the World Baseball Classic in that Japan-Mexico game with two strikes, the Japan guy still laid down an amazing bunt that led to their comeback. But, I mean... To lay down a bunt with two strikes takes a lot of guts. Campbell strikes out for the first out of the top of the fourth on the Trailblazers. And just notice something, Spencer. So the grass out in the outfield is real. The dirt inside the infield is real. And the grass in the infield is real as well. But the turf field is all on the outside of the, of the field. Yeah, foul, foul territory is turf here at UT Ellington's field. We haven't seen that it's, implemented it's here interesting. yet. Yeah. Interesting. We haven't seen it implemented here at Utah Tech yet, but more teams are moving towards the Astro turf fields throughout the entire field. Dorea lines that one over the shortstop's head. First and second, two great hits for the Trailblazers in these three at-bats. So the DH now one for two on the day as she is standing at first. Yeah, as we'll get total up to bat here, 208 on the year. Adams now reached past 50 pitches. As Cormella just missed that one there. Four hits for UTR. Two walks, two strikeouts. For only 51 pitches, not too bad. Dowdle hits that one. It does bloop for a single as Nies is the center fielder went to second directly with that playing real shallow. 
And if the second base was able to catch that one, probably would have been out for the force out at second as she doesn't. So bases loaded for the Trailblazers. Yeah, good opportunity here for the Trailblazers again. They were in the situation before in the inning. <clears throat> Excuse me. In the inning before, bases fully loaded, one out, and could not take advantage of it last time. Can they take advantage of it, advantage of it this time? So Dowdle not going to get credited for a hit there as going to be a fielder's choice error. Carly Eldridge will come up. Bats left, 308 on the year. 0 for 1 on the day. 0 and 1 count here on Eldridge. And Trailblazers cannot. They, never mind, I don't even have to say it. Eldridge lines that one down the middle. Is going to clear the bases. That one gets to the wall. Eldridge is now stuck in between second and third. We're going to get a run down here. As she tries to get out, get to third, she's going to be out, though. But before being out, she clears the bases with a big-time double. Utah Tech now leading it 3-1. to one. Yeah, as we get a replay of this, this got past Adams, past the pitching mound, and then it trails right all the way to the wall. They drove in three runs, and Eldridge was past second before the ball got back in the end play, and she couldn't just turn around so quickly to get back to second, so... Got caught in a rundown, was caught down at third, and it's now two outs, nobody on base, but three runs across, and that leaves a window with an opportunity to get back on here. Yes, as the center fielder was shadowed a little more to left, not left center, but more to the left side, and that one just got right past her. Not the best positioning there for UT Arlington, but just a well-placed ball. Just like I said, all this shallow play was going to catch up to them once. Sooner or later, it was going to catch up to them. They kept playing shallow, kept playing shallow to protect all the hits in front of them because Utah Tech was getting too many single hits, and finally one single hit turned into a triple. And, I mean, all that happened so fast there for Eldridge. If you are going to make a base running error, you might as well clear the, the bases with a double before you do that. Absolutely. And I, I can live with that. Yeah. I'm clearing double what a bad run over it's just it was just a simply a bad play but nonetheless window what an opportunity here to get on base as she walked her last time up two outs here in the top of the fourth as that one's going to be a single to center a great piece of hitting there by tanya Wendell, the lead off for the trailblazers as Spencer for the first three innings, this was small chipping away by UT Arlington, taking advantage of their one-run lead. They had a chokehold on the first three innings, and all of a sudden, in the top of the fourth, Utah Tech wakes up, and that offense comes back alive. That one is sent to left, and it's going to get down for what probably a double here as it's down at the wall. Coach Simpkins is sending... Wendell all the way home, and she's going to be safe. As Kona Kawaii is going to stand on third. So a big-time hit there by Kekona. As she got the infield single, she does show, shows that speed all the time and gets a triple there. 
I mean, when you hit it to the right field fence, it's easy to get a triple, but to the left field fence and getting a triple, that's big time. Oh, yeah. That was, Kakona just did that one. Wow. Yeah, it was about five feet short of being a home run. That would have been a two-run homer right there. It would be 5-1, and that would have been one hell of a transformation for Utah Tag after being down one nothing to begin the inning. Turn in four runs there by Kekona to get over to third base, the freshman, to drive in one more run to get window home. You got to give Adams credit. She was pitching so well throughout this game, but the fourth inning just came back to bite her in the butt, and now there's a mountain visit going on here before the UT Arlington. Gives us a chance, Spencer, to calm down, catch her breath, catch our minds, catch our thoughts. 4-1 in a matter of just in a half an hour is a pretty good turnaround here for the Utah Tech. So Adams has given up four runs, three earned runs. <clears throat> Going to be charged to her. As here in the top of the fourth, the bats for the Trailblazers have come to life. They've overtaken this lead. So now Kakona stands at third with two outs. Yeah, one of the big veterans of the team, Shay Clemens, coming out to bat. So Clemens, the right fielder, made a sweet catch to end the inning in the bottom of the third as she had to take herself all the way to the warning track. And shows that aggression there, fouls that one off for the first pitch of this at-bat. I think, well, no, I don't think we'll get to that point. But Mercy Rule is 10 after 5. That one there paints the corner. Good pitch by Adams. One of those pitches where the batter thinks it's outside and the pitcher thinks it paints the corner. Right. And Ump gives it the strike. Two outs here, 0-2 count on Clements as Kakona. The left fielder is on third for the Trailblazers after her triple to left field. I think it might even be more than 10 runs. It might be 12 or 15 runs you got to get after five. But nonetheless, we're only at a three-run three lead, so it's far out of stretch. But my point is Utah Tech can turn this into a very small lead into a very large lead, as we saw yesterday. Clements fouls that one off. Goes right to her cleats. Dead ball. One-two count. Remains. That one's way outside to the left hand. So 2 2 count. We're at deuces here in the top of the fourth. Since that doubleheader happened yesterday for Utah Tech softball. This will be it for this three-game series, not going to Sunday. That one's a ball as well, full count. Now on Shea Clements. They split the series so far. We're going to have to see who takes two games out of three between the Trailblazers and the Mavericks. So far, Utah Tech's only got two losses in the conference play. The one loss to UT Arlington and the one loss to New Mexico State. Clemens will foul one off again. They swept Abilene Christian. 
So they started off undefeated. Two out of three went to Mexico State. The loss to BYU and now split with UT Arlington. And similar to Utah Tech Baseball, they do that scheduling maybe on a Monday or Tuesday to play one game against, say, a, a Utah or a BYU. And for the case of Utah Tech Baseball, they were able to even go to Arizona to play ASU and Arizona Wildcats. That's going to end our top of the fourth as Clements grounds out to second base. Four big runs for Utah Tech as they lead it now 4-1 to one as we go to the bottom of the fourth here on 91-3 The Blaze. It's back to the action for Utah Tech Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Utah Tech Athletics. Nine one three, the Blaze. Utah Tech softball now leads it four to one. After putting up four runs in the top of the fourth, bases clearing double by Eldridge. Take the lead for Utah Tech, and they added one more on it. Now seven hits for the Trailblazers, three for UT Arlington. No errors for Utah Tech at this point, two for the Mavericks. Kate Delinsky continues pitching for Trailblazers. That one, that first pitch to the at is going to be ruled a foul ball. Looked like it was in play. It was an ump. Stepped in and called a dead ball. That would have been a ground out. Delinsky only giving up one run in three innings pitched. Has two strikeouts. Only allowed one walk. Another foul ball. So 0-2. Yes. Sydney Weidman up to bat here for the the Mavericks. She's responsible for one of those strikeouts in the lineup for UT Arlington. Same for Kate Delinsky. She's just passed 51 pitches on the day. You mentioned three innings, three hits, one run, one walk, two strikeouts. That one's going to be a ball. As it's in the dirt. Good job gobbling up there by Rachel Campbell. Weidman went down on strikes the last time she was up. Four runs, seven hits, no errors for Utah Tech. We have one run, three hits, two errors for UT Arlington. Good pitch there by Delinsky in the tempting spot. Weidman lays off of it. Takes another ball. 2-2 count in the bottom of the fourth. Another strikeout, though. Great pitch there by Delinsky as Weidman. Her second strikeout of the day. Delinsky's got the better of her. Her third strikeout in total. And always big as both pitchers have been inconsistent with getting that first batter out. But Delinsky in the bottom of the fourth is able to retire the lead off of the inning. 
Yes, Cormella's going to come up. She got a hit last time up. That first pitch going to go for a ball. So, so far, Kate Dolinsky doing a lot better through the second time around than she did through the first time around. Solid pitches and solid innings back-to-back in the second and the third. Dolinsky's able, been able to settle in. Seems like you know, it's been a hot minute since anyone in this UT Arlington lineup has been able to you know, really actually get a hold of one of her pitches and That one probably was going to go for a ball, but it's hit, nubbed off the end of the bat, trickles over to second base, and that's going to be out number two. And she grounds out there. As Castruita will come up to bat for UT Arlington for Dolinsky. It was the first two innings where she had two on, two outs. One of those she gave up the hit and gave up the run. But in the second time, she didn't give up the hits, and she got the outs. And then third and the fourth, it was maybe just a runner on, and that was about it. So since then, delinsky has been able to settle in and kind of get a hold of her pitches and find ground outs where she would like strikeouts. But nonetheless, ground outs are ground outs, and ending the inning is ending the inning. little mound, vit- mound visit from head coach Randy Simpkins. It seems like with most of the Utah Tech coaches, you know, you just name drop how they're, who they are and how long they've been a coach. It always seems to be forever. Coach John Judkins, so many years. Head coach Randy Simpkins, 14th season here with the Trailblazers. And don't forget about Feinhauer. Feinhauer's been here for almost 20 years. Been here for a very long time. Head coach J.D. Gustin now getting a good amount of tenure as the women's basketball head coach. Speaking of Chuckins, small, tiny rumors are running around that he is one of the proposed coaches to possibly take over to Utah State. So we'll keep an eye on what's going on with the basketball teams as players are entering the transfer portal, both for the men's and the women's. Both teams will look a lot different next season. 2-0 count. Zelensky. Can't get a pitch in the zone. As it would, as is with every team, Spencer. And that's no different for the softball team or the baseball team either. Well, when a couple years back when third pitch is in the dirt, 3-0 count, Zelensky. Losing a little bit of touch here. She's trying to throw two change-ups down low. And both of them have really never been able to pick up any speed up to stay in the top of the zone to get down. Both have just fallen flat. And that one is going to be called a strike. So 3-1 count. Yeah, that changeup just stayed enough in the zone. We can call it a strike there. Good call there by the ump. Brian Essay, who is up to bat here, is pinch hitting. Another one. She was excited to get to first there and draw that walk, but was held up there by the ump, calling that strike on pitch four, because it was. And same thing happened there. Back-to-back strikes there by Delinsky. 
Full count with two outs. And that one is low and outside. So eventually, a walk for the pinch hitter, Brian Essay. So two changeups did stay in the zone enough to get called strikes and led to a 3-2 count. The last changeup didn't stay in the zone enough. It's outside, and UT Arlington was not going to bite on that one. So two outs, bottom four, one on for Zelinski here. Now Franklin, the first baseman, is up to bat. She's 0 for 1. Hitting 211. And she looks at a first pitch strike by Delinsky. Speaking of football, Spencer, in I believe the weekend after Easter for everybody listening will be spring football, will be that Saturday. That one's going to go for a ball as it's in the dirt. But Brian S.A. paying attention to that. Books it to second and going to get that stolen base. So she now advances to second in scoring position. So April 15th will be the spring football game for the football team. First look of what the team will look like ahead of its game September. That one is hit right back to Delinsky. She didn't really have to move her mitt. Ground out to the pitcher to end this inning. One while giving up no hits. Another scoreless in- inning by Kate Delinsky. We headed to the top of the fifth here on 91-3 The Blaze as Utah Tech maintains a 4-1 lead. It's back to the action for Utah Tech Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford, Lincoln. We now return you to Utah Tech Athletics. 91-3 the blaze. We're here in the top of the fifth. The do-up for the Trailblazers. Going to start us with Lauren Almeida. The shortstop. Followed by Hannah Hubanks, And then Rachel Campbell. Yeah, as Almeida, she hit one over to first and it was caught, so she was out. So Hannah Hubanks up to bat now for Utah Tech. I mean, that's one of those at-bats where you don't even, like, get a step out of the box as your line drive just gets caught in an instant and you just so happen to hit it right at someone because if it was in the gap, you're probably on second instead of going back to the dugout. It's the sucky part of the baseball game. Lineouts can drive you crazy. So in one pitch, Jessica Adams continues pitching here for the Mavericks, gets one out, and now goes against Hannah Hubanks as she's winning this battle up to this point, up 0-2. As far as the listing goes on, <clears throat> UT Arlington's pitching list, it only shows four pitchers, so they might just work every single pitcher every single inning regardless of results because they just don't have any true depth at the pitching spot to begin with. Yeah, and, and these softball pitchers, they they can just go. That, yep, their their stamina, their, they do a good job of acting like they're not tired even if they are compared to these baseball pitchers that, you know, now once they pitch 12 pitches in the seventh coming in for relief, they 
Got to get taken out. Hughbanks trying to battle off, fouling off a few, but that one is grounded out to the second baseman. So two up, two down. And it's only taken Jessica Adams five pitches. Yeah, and 76 pitches on the day for Adams. So Rachel Campbell, the catcher for the Trailblazers, wearing number seven and had seven RBIs in one game yesterday. But she struggled a bit batting today up until this point as that's a shot. Oh, I spoke too soon. She <laughs> flies out to left. <laughs> it was such a loud sound. I thought it was I thought it was something else. I apologize for that one. That's a fly out to left field by Rachel Campbell. That ends the inning. Jessica Adams in short work and single-digit pitches. Goes three up, three down as we will head to the bottom of the fifth here on 91.3 The Blaze. He's not here yet, man. Uh, it's back to the action for Utah Tech Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Utah Tech Athletics. Kate Jelinski has been scoreless ever since giving up one run in the first inning against UT Arlington. She continues going here in the bottom of the fifth for the Trailblazers at the mound. Yes, as previous inning was up for Utah Tech was a line out, a ground out, and a fly out is how the three Trailblazers went up and down. Hampton is now up to bat for UT Arlington. Hampton batting ninth for the Mavericks. It's only her second at-bat of the game. She struck out in that first at-bat to end the inning. Now a 2-1 count. As Delinsky delivers once again, and it's a big-time strike, swinging a miss from Hampton. Now a 2-2 count. As we're in the bottom of the fifth, so Mercy Rule plays are out because it's only made for midway of the game. From here on out, we'll just pitch all the way until the bottom of the seventh. But a good comeback by Utah Tech. That one is chopped and hits the end of the mid of Almeida. We'll see how they score it. For the moment, we're going to go with the infield single for Hampton. I'm amazed that there's not more errors made by softball players. Baseball players get a break because of how small the ball is. So how much it more how much it fits more just into the glove. The softball does not fit into a softball glove. Okay. That thing does not want to fit into a softball glove. And it makes it hard to just grab one off the bounce and get it out. Well, you know, when you at the end of the mint when you still get the baseball, they call it a snow cone because half the ball is still out. It's kind of impossible to snow cone a softball. It, it really is. But, I mean, you love a good snow cone, whether it's in food form or in the form of, you know, still scooping up the ground oh, yeah. ball and getting the snow cone. Rainbow snow cones rule the entire world. I do not care what anybody says. If you, yeah. ever, if you ever have eight minutes to kill, you can YouTube Brian Adams' uh, stand-up bit on, you know, baseball and his snow cone spiel of Little League Baseball. It's worth the watch. It's pretty funny. 
If anybody has different ideas about snow cone flavors, hit us up at Facebook at Utah Tech Radio. We'll be more than happy to hear your ideas. DM us. Hampton gets on. Now an 0-2 count on Hill as she's pinch hitting for the leadoff, Hookle, which I think is kind of surprising. Hookle, one for two. Did ground out in her last half bat and was seemed a little mad. She stormed the dugout quickly. Hukul did a few meetings ago. And her day is done as Hill has come in to pinch hit for her. She's hitting 222 on the year. Batting left as well, which has pro- provided a little bit of a toughness for Delinsky as she's been able to pitch well but hasn't been able to pitch enough around left-handers. <clears throat> She doesn't want to pitch in and leave a good pitch inside for them to hit. She wants to pitch outside and force them into a ground out and force them into a tough situation, which is smart, but you have to be precise with your location. Two and two count. Delinsky. That one's going to be low as well. That'll be a strikeout there for Delinsky. Gonna go low, but Hill swung at it and appealed to the base umpire, and she said she went. So two outs, bottom fifth, one on. That's the fourth strikeout for Kate Delinsky. Giving up one run, four hits, had two walks and four strikeouts. Another way to say that is the quality start. You're absolutely right. That's right down the middle for a quick first pitch strike. Hampton stays on first. One out here in the bottom of the fifth. Nies is the center fielder. Batting second lineup is the first to get her third half out of the game. She takes that second pitch for 1-1 count. Yeah, so bottom fifth, two outs. I think it is. Apparently one out. I apologize. Thought it was two. Down by Delinsky. Nonetheless, Spencer, including this inning, they have to get three perfect innings to complete this game. Being up by three is nice, but being up by seven and giving up one on would be less of a concern. With up only three and one on, you never know if you're going to get those game-time scenarios. That one's lofted up. Going to stay in fair play and get to the wall. It's going to go off the wall. Clements wasn't able to bring that catch down as it's drifting over to foul territory but stayed in play. Only going to be a single, though, as Hampton had to stay tagging up. Weird position ball. Clemens had it, and she just lost it very off the end of the wall. She could have just kept going back and just placed her glove up. She would have caught it. She's lost it in the sunlight there. So I believe it's one on first and one on second. Yeah, one on first, one on second, one out for Westbrook up to bat. She's 0 for 2 on the day. And the official scoring, which I agree with, credits Nieses for a hit there. So 
She now has a multi-hit game. As runners advance on first and second. Well, it should be a hit because... Um, I mean, it would have been a tough play. Yeah, Clemens didn't get a glove on it, so it wasn't like Clemens got it in her glove and then dropped it, or she couldn't spot the ball. She just didn't cover the entire section of the back end of the net and lost it right at the fence. Only one count here on Westbrook. Second pitch is taken for a ball. One one count. Another way to kind of the judgment way to look at an error. If if Clemens would have caught that, you you know probably would have been surprised or said great catch. And so usually when you say that, absolutely, it means she robbed a hit, which we credit Nieces for the hit there, not an error. But Nieces did put a good hit. There, there's, let's not take anything away from that swing right there. That's I mean, another two feet, and that's out of the ballpark. Exactly. That's 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 right where I was talking about. You can't get into the scenarios late in these games. A three-run lead can turn into a two-run deficit real quick. And what's interesting to think about, if there would have been two outs, runners would have been going and probably would have been able to score from first base, but because she had to tag up, only was able to advance to second. Absolutely. So Hampton is on second and yes is on first. Westbrook battling here with Delinsky at a 2-2 count. And with how Adams has bounced back after the shaky fourth inning, at the shutdown inning in the fifth towards Utah Tech, it doesn't look like she's going anywhere either, too. That one's hit over to third. And all Dowdle needs to do is step on her bag, and she does. Second out of the inning for Utah Tech. A smart move in my eyes. I always favor the rule or the scenario in baseball where get the runner who's in a position to score out first before the runner who gets over to first. Same as if you're in a double play scenario and you got to throw one over to home plate. Throw the one over to home plate to save away the run and then get someone else on the bags because someone's going to make a mistake. And they did that right there. So Dowdle makes great play at third. And Hampton, who was just out at third, is UT Arlington's third baseman. But both of them situationally have played an amazing game at third win. And this is a good chicken and cat and mouse, excuse me, cat and mouse type game right here. So Smith is showing bunt to begin with. But then she pulls back as soon as the pitch comes, which is forcing the infielders to stay safe. If she gets a good swing on this, she can drive in at least one run. Smith, the DH, 0 for 2. And fouls that one out, so she's sitting at 0-2 count here. 0 for 2 on the day. Batting average just under 300. And this is a big moment for her and the Mavericks to try to get a run in here as they're down to their last seven outs. a stalemate. She shows button. Eventually just hits that one over. Ground out to second base which was made very complicated as she tags her out. Ground out to second ends the inning as Utah Tech continues to not allow runs 
Only that run in the first inning, a 4-1 lead, continues to be the result as we're going to the top of the six here on 91.3 The Blaze. It's back to the action for Utah Tech Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Utah Tech Athletics. Utah Tech Radio, been a great one here for Utah Tech Softball. They lead it 4-1 to one as we have found ourselves in the top of the sixth. First pinch hitter for Utah Tech is Sadie Gardner. Freshman from Draper, Utah. Bad and left-handed. And only going to last two pitches this at-bat. She chops that one and going to ground out. Jessica Adams staying in for UT Arlington. Yes, Dota will come off the bat. Two at bats, one run for Dota. So Dorea, who began this game as the DH for the Trailblazers, when she got on her most recent at bat, was pinch ran for by Gardner. So Gardner now in the DH spot, gets that first at-bat and goes off one with that ground out. Adam's stat line up to this point, five and a third, seven hits, four runs, two earn, two walks, two strikeouts, given up two doubles, and has pitched 80 pitches total. 1-1 count, Adams delivers the third and going to go high four, I mean, ball that- two. That's a, that's a solid, respectable stat line in the MLB. Yeah, you would like to see more strikeouts, but wasn't like she gave up an immense amount of earned runs. No, it's a great game up to this point. That one's going to stay Ooh. in play. An amazing catch there by Hampton, the third baseman. She lays out for that to get the out. As Dowdle fouls out to third base. And that landed just next to that on-deck circle. Now, see, that's where the benefit of having AstroTurf foul play is. Can you imagine if that was dirt and how terrible that would have been if she had to go down on the ground and hurt herself like that? Or just on grass, too? I mean, dirt is like <clears throat> crappy, crappy infield dirt is like a, oh, ba- it's a, bad, a bad bunker at a golf course. Oh, it's it, so bad. You just got to give up. But once you get to these nice college fields, whether it's Astro Turf or just nice dirt or an actual professional course where it is beach sand, then there's there's hope. Wow. I think that was a nice and play. Just, no. We're going to get one on here for Utah Tech. Carly Eldridge gets a single there after a mishap at shortstop. Almost an amazing out there. But all the shortstop could do is prevent that one from getting out to the grass. We'll work our way back to the top of the lineup. Window up to bat for Utah Tech. And Court Millie at short almost. 
made an amazing play. Just didn't bring that catch in. So Eldridge, instead of getting out with that lineout, was able to get back on first. So she now is a multi-hit game in those three big RBIs. Wow. And Wendell did about the same, but the second baseman was able to catch that one. So that, that's a line out, and that ends our inning. We're going to go to the top of the six after these messages here on 91.3 The Blaze. It's back to the action for Utah Tech Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Utah Tech Athletics. Ninety-one-three, The Blaze. Bottom of the sixth, Kate Delinsky continues. Pitching for the Trailblazers. She's had an amazing start. And hoping to add on to that one. After giving up one in the first, had four scoreless innings. Yes, Wideman comes up to bat for UT Arlington here, bottom six. Window last time up, lined out to second base. <coughs> Excuse me, last time she was up, she struck out. Apologies. Reading something different. It shouldn't have put something in play as Delinsky's got the better of her. 1-1 one, one count. Third pitch is fouled off. So Delinsky winning this battle. Time in and time out against Weidman with this 1-2 count. Now, Spencer, usually late early spring, all of us are begging for early, like, summer where we're, like, trying to cool off. April, you know, it gives you those little maybe warmer days, but considering there's been nothing but a cold front moving out throughout the entire country, it means Texas is a little bit cooler, so instead of dealing with an 80-degree hot sun out all day, you're dealing with a 60-degree weather and a little bit of a nicer sun out there in Texas today. No, it's been a pleasant day. We're excited to be here and more exciting Watch some great pitching by Delinsky and Trailblazers leading this one. 2-2 count on Weidman as Delinsky delivers the fifth pitch of the staff bat. And that goes low. Gives us a full count. She has stayed inside all day. Inside right all day basically for Kate Delinsky. Anybody lined up in the right side box, she's been trying to throw inside force them to hit something inside. And anybody outside... In the left box, she was trying to force him left outright to force him in even more ground outs. Fires that one was a good spot. Fouled off, though, by Weidman. Full count. Pitch is lofted to right, and that's going to get over. So Weidman, after two strikeouts or first two at-bats, launches that one over the right field fence. Nothing... Clements could do in right field, but to look back and just see that one go beyond. Hugh Challington doubles their run total and is now only down by two. First first run that Delinsky's given up since the first inning. Yeah, and that's Sophie's fourth home run of the year, her 14th RBI driven in, excuse me, her 16th RBI driven as well, and that's her 23rd hit on the season. Congratulations to her. 
They'll cut the lead from four to two, bottom six. Lineman, the batting right-handed, went awful with that. Always impressive to show that distance going Oppo and getting that home run over the right field fence. This game's not over yet. This game has been more closer to the first game between these two teams than the second game. Another hit will get through. Next batter takes first pitch ball and sends that second pitch in between Almeida and Dowdle at short and third. That gets through single to left field for Court Melia. Her and Niesis with multi-hit games for UT Arlington. So no outs. Runner on first. And Coach Randy Simpkins is going to let Kate Delinsky know her day is done as Atlin Johnston, it appears, is going to replace her. And, I mean, Delinsky always is frustrating to give up a home run and, you know, have a little trouble in her last inning of work. But, and then hopefully she holds her head up high. Pitched an amazing game, only giving up two runs in five and a third inning work. Excuse me, five innings work. So Delinsky's final going to read 24 batters faced in five innings pitch, giving up seven hits, two runs. One of them earned two walks and four strikeouts. So Johnston going to warm up for the Trailblazers. We're going to take a 30-second break here on 91.3 The Blaze. It's back to the action for Utah Tech Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Utah Tech Athletics. We're back here on 91 Through the Blaze. Island Johnston is warmed up and ready to go as she's replacing Kate Delinsky on the mound for the Trailblazers here in the top of the sixth. She's pitched 59 in the third inning, Smartin, and has had 56 strikeouts on the year. Some big-time numbers just under averaging a strikeout per inning. Yeah, and that's a very impressive stat right there. Johnson, a very solid arm for Utah Tech. Come in a little bit more as a reliever than as a starter, but has played a little bit of starter minutes as well this year. So, again, a young underclassman pitcher for Utah Tech coming up in big moments. As Johnson, in her first batter, is up 0-2 on her. But that third pitch is dinked down the third baseline. It goes off Dowdle's mitt. And she was able to chop it down but not get it over to first in time. First batter, Johnston face, is going to get on an infield single. As it, again, softballs are just very hard to grab because it was hit right into the glove and then dropped as they were trying to make a play on it. So not sure if it will be counted as an error by Dodo. So Brian Essay is going to get credit for that infield single. She pinch hit a few innings ago, got on with a walk. And this one, down 0-2, almost looked like survival mode. She just stuck her bat out, got good contact on it, and with her speed, gets on with an infield single. 
nonetheless, Utah Tech's got to find a way out of this jam right there. Two on, no outs, one at the plate. It's a go-ahead run. Swing and miss there to get that started with Franklin. Johnston up 0-2 on Franklin. So her first two batters. She gets those first pitch strikes in. And what everyone knows, and we're just being reminded once again, Johnston. Johnston throws hard. That one, though, she changes up, though. And that one's blooped to the gap and going to get down another single. That one by Franklin. Bases loaded, no outs for UT Arlington. Things are getting dicey. Yeah, and that was a good hit by Franklin. It got down there into front of Kekona there in left field. Was not able to make a play on it. <clears throat> Atlin Johnston is a sophomore, the right-handed pitcher from Tooele, Utah. As it looks like UT Arlington's going to make a couple changes here. I think they're going to probably bring in, they're going to bring in a pinch runner for first. So Franklin's going to sit. Now Hampton's going to come up to bat. Hampton's had one hit and one strikeout today with two at-bats. So she's got a hit, and she has swung out and missed. So she's 50-50. So pinch runner is going to be Sagan Bellary, who now stands at first, replacing Franklin. Ball one goes on Hampton. Second pitch of the sap bat is fouled straight back. So exciting action. UT Arlington struck first, led 1-0 for a bit. In the top of the fourth, the Trailblazers reclaimed the lead. Going up 4-1. And now UT Arlington's chipping away as Weidman. Got a home run to start off this inning in the bottom of the sixth. And now we have bases loaded, no outs, as Johnston is working against Hampton, third baseman for the Mavericks, as one-two count. As she fires, and Hampton fouls that one back as well. Johnston's put herself in a good scenario here, one-two and a count. She gets one to get dribbled here. Possibly will allow us to run, but you can get two outs here and cut down the runners. Or if you get a strikeout here, you can get a double in the next at bat, and that'll even be better. Johnson, ahead in this count, was able to waste a pitch there. Just see if Hampton would, would chase, basically give herself up. She doesn't, as that one was outside, pretty much to the lefty batter's box. 2 2 count. A one hit and a one strike for Hampton today, so she is very patient. She will wait. And that one is fouled back. I was kind of a little duel going on here with Hampton and Johnston. No one's giving up anything easy. Johnston tapping her. Up to this point when Johnston's throwing a ball in the snap bat, Hampton's taking it, not laid off of it. Excuse me, has laid off of it, and every strike Johnston has thrown, Hampton just fouls it straight back. Like I said, fouls it straight back as she does right there. And Johnson is just straight giving her the fire, the gas, however you want to put it. 
she is straight pitching with confidence. But 2-2, she can't get herself in a scenario where it hit here because then the lead will diminish. As that one is sent over to left, it has the distance, and it does get over a grand slam for Hampton. And the girl batting at the bottom of the lineup for the Mavericks delivers once again in perfect fashion as she gritties over to home plate for the four RBIs. And UT Arlington now has the lead, 6-4, to four after two home runs in this inning. Yeah, high fastball to stayed up. Wow. I'm not going to miss that one. Grand slam over left field wall. And... Just like that, Utah Tech goes from leading to down, and they got to kind of pick themselves up here because they still don't have any outs, so they got to continue to play. It's not like you can just get out of it after that. And Atlin Johnston was literally dumbfounded after seeing that go. She put her glove on her head and just watched that sail over the fence. That's how it goes. Got to pick yourself up here now. UT Arlington want an opportunity to call their closer up to get three outs at the top of the seventh. <clears throat> Yesterday was a doubleheader. Game one went all the way to ten innings. UT Arlington won that one four to three. Game two of the doubleheader was very lopsided as the Trailblazers won that one 17 to one. They were up 17-0. And in the fifth, UT Arlington got one run across only lose by 16 and this one has gone back and forth but we're here in the bottom of the six with no outs and UT Arlington is leading it six to four Button is laid down on the third baseline picked up by Dowdle and slung over and is able to beat the base runner for the first out of this inning the tough thing to accept is it took six batters to get the first out in this inning as the bats came to life for UT Arlington. It did, but you got to pick yourself up here for Utah Tech. Still have an opportunity to win this game. The game isn't over yet. Thank God it wasn't. And that one is high from Johnston. So three and one count. Only two people for the Mavericks have walked today. That bring Brian Essay, who pinch hit, and Westbrook. And now Nieses can add herself to that list. She's on first with one out here in the bottom of the sixth. Yeah, the bleeding doesn't stop here for Utah Tech. Continues on with another walk. It's not, it has not been a solid two back-to-back innings for Utah Tech after being up 4-1. But UT Arlington has had the lead twice in this game, so Utah Tech has had to come back from one deficit, be only down one nothing. But still, two runs should be something that should be able to mount back after they get the bats. One zero count for Johnston. <clears throat> On Westbrook. Westbrook is 0 for 2 with a walk.
On deck after her is going to be Smith, the DH, who's 0 for 3. Maybe potential pinch hitting situation as Smith has had an off day. Westbrook takes ball two. Two and one count. Trailblazers trailed by one until the fourth. They took over the lead, going up four to one. And now they've lost as UT Arlington. Overtakes lead six to four after a solo shot and then a grand slam. Two-two count. Nyes is trying to steal, and she does successfully as that ball gets over Almeida's head into center field. Good back up there by Wendell. As Nyes is impossible for her to advance, so advance to third. So she stands on second after a successful stolen base. I believe I believe that was called pretty much hit and run situation. Yes. But Westbrook struck out. So even though Nyes is advanced, Westbrook strikes out. So pros and cons for both teams in that situation. But two outs now in the bottom of the sixth. So Smith, the DH, going to get her fourth at-bat opportunity. She's over 3 as she shows bunt and... Takes that one foul, 0-1. And lays down the bun again. Close call, Campbell picked it up just outside of foul territory. Just barely off the line. It's too bad because I believe she would have been able to throw out Smith if she would have got that while it wasn't fair territory. 100% 100% agree. But those two foul balls trying to lay down the bunt are strikes. Runner on second. Two outs. 0-2 count. Johnston has a lot to work with in that one. Goes low and outside for ball one. That pitch inside, close one, going to go for ball two. Deuces here in the bottom of the sixth. Nyes is on second. And pretty much every time Johnson releases, Nyes is go, goes off the base about, I mean, 10 feet. Yeah, and <clears throat> just, yes. And that one is just fouled off there. I Smith, so we'll do it all over again. Two two. 
pitch is hit over to left field. That one's gone. Got a hold of it. Did Smith. And the DH now delivers and doubles the Mavericks lead from two to four. So two out rally. Big insurance runs for the Mavericks as they lead it now eight to four. Seven insurance runs here in the six, bottom six to almost absolutely guarantee a one, two, three, top seven inning for Utah Tech here as I believe they'll get another pitching change. Gotta give UTR hunting credit, man. That's one heck of a turnaround for being one up one nothing through three innings and holding Utah Tech to nothing to watching them go up by three, four one to now being up by four, eight to four. Was a solo shot, then a grand slam, then this one a two-run home run, all in the same inning. Definitely a big shift in energy and body language as it's now in favor of UT Arlington. Pitching change, as Martin mentioned, we're going to take a break here on 903 The Blaze. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out. That's DIPLOMA to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Company. It's back to the action for Utah Tech Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Utah Tech Athletics. Siren Garten, right-handed pitcher, the freshman from Pendleton, Oregon. Now going to take charge and pitch for the Trailblazers. Her first batter. She's off to a quick start already with two strikes. And that one is given to her strikeout looking. So three pitches for Garden. And that's going to be strikeout looking to end the inning. Crazy sequence of events in this bottom of the sixth as U. Charlington has taken over the lead after seven runs in this inning off three home runs. Go to the top of the seventh season. Trailblazers can tie this one back, reclaim the lead. We'll see if there's still life. Their last inning of hope on 903 The Blaze. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah. Street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. 
Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Imagine me, a dog, moving in with a human. I didn't know how it would work. Turns out, my human's pretty entertaining. For instance, every time I give my human his ball, he throws it as far as he can. And I'm like, dude, that's your ball. So I go get it. But he just throws it. Again. I gotta say, though, the more he does it, the funnier it is. I love my human. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. It's back to the action for Utah Tech Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Utah Tech Athletics. Been an exciting game here on 91.3 The Blaze. We're now in the top of the seventh. Jessica Adams, who started this game for UT Arlington, is going to stay in it. Up to this point, the Trailblazers led it until the bottom of the six or three home runs. Seven runs total have helped the Mavericks reclaim the lead as they are up top eight to four. Kakona is going to lead things off in the top of seventh for the Trailblazers. As that first pitch he takes for a ball in this second pitch, he's going to take up the middle for a single. Yeah, as I'll bring up Shea Clemens. <clears throat> so, four runs, nine hits, no errors for Utah Tech. Eight runs, 11 hits, two errors for UT Arlington. They score one in the first and seventh in the sixth. Utah Tech has only scored four, four in the fourth. Those are your only three scoring innings throughout this entire game. Shea Clements now up for the Trailblazers. <clears throat> And that first pitch is going to go below for a ball. Yeah, as Clemens is one for three on the day. Excuse me. Yes, one for three on the day. Three at bats, one hit. She didn't miss out on that opportunity to get in out in right field. Clemens hits that one and going to be foul. Nonetheless, Spencer, a fun game. Some slow points in the game, but nonetheless, not shy on scoring. It isn't like we've sat here with a one nothing game throughout the entire game. Yeah, a lot of actually, we haven't had low-scoring games up to this point in 91-3. The Blaze, Clements gets decent contact on that one. Just right in line with the left fielder's positioning. She flies out for the first out of the top of the seventh. Yeah, this will be the first out, top seven. This will mark the final inning if Utah Tech can't find some way to tie this game up through eight. Excuse me, through, through scoring four runs to tie it at eight. Now the shortstop, Lauren Almeida batting fourth. Gets her crack at it. She takes the first pitch ball. Might as well for three on the day. Spencer, I'm starting to think you might be bad luck. We haven't had too many winning call games this year with you. Some basketball games, some some 
have been here and there. And then we got a total of six total wins of you and me calling games through basketball. Just six? Just six. Mostly they were the girls. I, I've never touched the ball or talked to the officials or tampered with anything. We just need to get you on the good side because it's better to call winning games than to call games that our teams are falling behind. So... Almeida gets a hold of that one, gets over the center fielder in Yes's head, gets to the wall, and a big double for the Trailblazers. So they're not done yet. Excuse me, Almeida might have been held off at first, so only a single for Almeida, but Kakona able to advance to third base. Yeah, as it was a good throw back in, there's no point in trying to send her to second when she can stand on first. There's only one out, and the tough hitter, Hannah Hubanks comes up to hit. Let's just say it's a, a homer. It cuts the lead down to one. You would need one more to actually consider a tie to get on base. Now, could Hubanks get on base? We'll see. So, Kakona on third for the Trailblazers from Waluka, Hawaii. Almeida on first from Kula, Hawaii. Are the runners at the corners for the Trailblazers. Hugh Banks hits this first pitch and flies out to left field. Going to be a sack fly, though. Kakona tagging up and gets to home easily. I thought Hannah went a little too early on that swing. I think she should have waited for at least one more pitch. But she swung early and took contact there again. A good line drive out to left field, just not high enough to keep up and get out of the ballpark. Some reason UT Arlington has been able to find the trajectory lift launch angles for the baseballs today. Utah Tech has not been able to figure it out. So they're gonna foul one off. Catcher Riley Campbell. And that's how the game's gonna end. Is up to bat and grounds out to third, I believe, is gonna be ruled a foul ball though. So oh, wow. a lucky break. Campbell is over three on the day with a strikeout. We'll take everything I I'll take everything I said. Uh back everything I said. I apologize. Oh wow, is it gonna turn on my mic like that, huh? Campbell fouls that one off as well. Down 0-2. See, this is what I get for trusting you with the board today. It slipped. Uh-huh. You Patriots fans love to hide details about things that did go down and try to create a different story. No comment. Pitch is going to foul off there. So these three pitches from Lauren Adams all fouled off by Campbell. She's trying to battle here, though, but the Trailblazers down to the last out. And are down 8-5. to five. Good solid contact hit will keep the inning alive right here. Campbell doing all she can. Fouls that one off as well. <clears throat> but it appears that Adams, if we only make it to seven innings... Going to pitch this whole game, I guess, 
even though the Trailblazers have scored five runs, I mean, it's still a complete game from Adams. And that's very tough to do in the college world these days. Most college pitchers don't make it out of the sixth or the seventh inning. Most softball pitchers, as we saw today, Delinsky got out of the, after the fifth. Most pitchers don't make it out after the fifth. As Campbell continues to foul off here and stay alive. She's looking for one to drive, really. She isn't looking to just put one in play. She's looking to drive, try to get a run over to third, continue the inning, and possibly bring up someone to maybe be the tie and run. Campbell connects with that one and grounds out to shortstop. That's going to end our game. In game three of three in this series of whack play, UT Arlington wins this one 8-5 to five to take two games out of three over the Trailblazers. This one ends here. After UT Arlington put up seven runs in the bottom of the sixth to reclaim the lead. An exciting game. Some great defensive plays. And eventually that home run hitting from UT Arlington. We'll have our post-game coverage sponsored by Ken Garth, St. George Ford Lincoln of this result after these messages on 91.3 The Blaze. It's back to the action for Utah Tech Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Utah Tech Athletics. Utah Tech Radio. Our post-game coverage sponsored by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. Utah Tech Softball. Loses this one close, 8-5. to five. Trailblazers down by one after that first inning. Huckel scoring on that pass ball. Get the first run of the game for UT Arlington. Then the Trailblazers took the lead back going up 4-1 to one after a bases clearing triple by Brooke Eldridge. And eventually Kakona was able to score after a big time triple. But all of that was put to the background when UT Arlington put up seven runs in the bottom of the sixth with a solo shot and then a grand slam and then a two-run home run. Just absolutely putting this game upside down. And from there, the Mavericks didn't look back because they only had to get three outs left, and they did, beating the Trailblazers 8-5. to Kind of a tough one. Trailblazers let it slip away a little bit. Yeah, it was a tough one for the Trailblazers today as they let one slip away. Just how it goes, you kind of just have to go back to the drawing board and figure out what went wrong with the Trailblazers' play today. I think, simply put, they just didn't create enough offense today. I don't think they got enough chances with their bats today. Honestly, pitching by Adams today by UT Arlington was really good. She did have the rough fourth inning, but she was able to bounce back out of that inning and be able to create an opportunity to get back in the game. So with that getting back in the game, <clears throat> UT Arlington just took advantage of Kate Delinsky struggling down late towards the end, and she did, couldn't finish the game. And, you know, got to give credit to UT Arlington. They found a way to get back into the game. They took advantage of Aitlin Johnson being in the game, threw some high fastballs, hit the high fastballs out of here, and a 4-2 game went from 6-4 to 8-4 real quick, and Congratulations to UT Arlington. They walk away with two out of three against Utah Tech. 
If we see them down the road in the conference play, we'll see them down the road, and we'll see what they have next time. Lauren Adams, pitcher for the Mavericks, struggled in that fourth inning. When the Trailblazers put up four runs in for Kate Delinsky when she was retired after five innings of good work. Struggled a little bit in that sixth inning, but other than that, starting pitchers put together great performance, great games, controlling most of the game. But in the end, Utah Arlington prevails 8-5. to five. For the future, the Trailblazers will be back at Carl Brooks Field here on the Utah Tech campus next weekend with a doubleheader on Friday, 2 o'clock start, and then at 4. Then they'll play Saturday at noon, all against Seattle U. That game on Saturday at noon will be the stand-up to cancer game. We'd love to see you all come out and support that one. We'll have one of those on 903 The Blaze, so stay tuned for that. But well, we thank you for tuning in on this beautiful Saturday afternoon and wish you the best for the rest of your weekend, the rest of this Saturday. Whether you're tuned into General Conference or the Final Four basketball or whatever you have planned, it might be your spring break. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for being part of us here on Utah Tech Radio. Now it's back to the music and burning by the Yeah, Yeah, Yes. You've been listening to Utah Tech Athletics on Utah Tech Radio 91.3 The Blades. Brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. For more information on Utah Tech Athletics, utahtechtrailblazers.com. Thanks for listening to Utah Tech Radio 91.3 The Blades.